everyone. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Gospel Love Podcast. I am Caitlin. I am Aramis. And I am Coach D. And today we are going to get into... I forgot what you said we were getting into already. <laughs> the value of marriage. The value of marriage. <laughs> Thank you. But first, you wanted to get a thought out. You said you had no, a no, thought. No, no, we'll, 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 we want. I want to get to uh, just introduce that thought uh, a little more thoroughly as we relate to the value of marriage, um, because what we're eventually going to get into um, that you kind of want, you want me to kind of surprise you with it is related to that. <laughs> Um, oh, okay. You can't say it like that. Oh, I can't say it. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, we've been talking about on our Coffee in the Morning Club the, um, whether or not the value of marriage. Uh, there's there's, there's uh, several uh, scriptures that identify the value of marriage. One of them is marriage is honorable. And that word honor there has to do with a, a degree of esteeming, mm. um, prioritizing, seen as the most valuable piece. Right. And um, marriage, marriage is that. And one of the things that we were asking our couples was, do do you see marriage as an asset or a liability? When you listen to most folks talk, they talk of marriage as if it's a liability. And we've been really digging into this notion of God viewing marriage as an asset. Right. And, and when you when you talk about assets and liabilities, you're, you're really thinking about that which takes away from you, that which drains you, that which looks to um, um, uh, felt away from you, uh, all that all that uh, life that you have in you. Or when you think about an asset is that which adds value to you, right. that which brings you into an abundance. That's what causes you to to be at your very best. And when you listen to people, you think you 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 you're pretty sure that you think God created marriage to, to be a liability. But from the very beginning, he said it ain't good for man to be solo dolo. Right. So he instituted marriage. So it had, it had to add value to him. Right. As you said earlier, I knew, I'm sure it wasn't a situation where God looked at him and said, man, man that ain't good. Let's make it worse for him. <laughs> right. Let's make it even worse for right. him. Right. Yeah. God, 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 only, God only thinks in terms of multiplication. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's no, it's it's adding and multiplication. Ain't, ain't no subtraction. Ain't no dividing. None of that. It's adding and multiplication. Mm-hmm. That's the way he built marriage to be. It's it's to add to you and to multiply. Mm-hmm. We we shared we shared um, we shared at our gospel of dinner that the Hebrew mind for marriage means to bring the best out of. It's cause to it's it's the cause to to make better. Um, marriage places a demand on us. To be who we are, right? That, like that's the value of marriage. Marriage is placing, it's bringing out of you your God likeness. Well, most people are still busy trying to be who they were. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. They spend a lot of time, you know, thinking about how they're going to bring who they used to be into marriage and how that's going to work. Right. I want to want to sit and have a conversation with you, and we're going to talk about how we're going to make my old habits work in our new marriage, and we got to. We got to make sure we get that straight because once we tie this knot, I don't want no confusion. I don't want no surprises because if there's going to be surprises, this wasn't the person I married. Mm-hmm. And then they get this mindset when they see something new. Nah, this is not. And, and they freak out. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. talked about this before. We're all still becoming. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, the the idea that, you know, that, that people have in terms of 
you know, and we were talking about this last night, you know, the, the personality stuff, like, <laughs> that's just... That throws know, a whole know, new wrench in the game. I don't know if we want to get into that. That's no, no, no. Folks we, yeah, we'll ain't ready for that. <laughs> that's, <laughs> a diff, that's a whole different thing. Folks fight for their personality now. Yes, folk, they would. Folks going to fight you tooth and nail to keep their personality. <laughs> so I don't know if we want to get into that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we can get into it. All right, well, let's get into it. We're but, here. I said I mean, it. Because, because it's, a, it's a major hang-up when it comes to the whole concept of being compatible, and that's just my personality, and... You know, um, but it, 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 the thought, the thought, we can circle back to that, but mm. the thought of, of valuing marriage, like, like, like the divorce culture doesn't value the, the ideal of marriage that, that it leads you to oneness. Like oneness, and that's another thing we talked about this week, we don't talk enough about the value of oneness. Mm. We don't talk enough about the power of oneness. We don't talk enough about the glory of oneness between a husband and a wife. And I believe that's part of the problem. When you hear most folks who teach on marriage, talk about marriage, they only talk, they talk about marriage as if it's the end. But when we define marriage, we define marriage as the mechanism for a husband and a wife to experience and enjoy the intimacies, the pleasures, the power and purpose of oneness, not marriage. Marriage is just the bridge. Marriage is the mechanism to demand of you to be who God created you to be, to identify with the man that God created you to be. It's demands of you. If you don't want to be God-like, then you might as well not get married. If you don't want to be the man God called you to be, if you don't want to walk in a godliness, then don't get married. Because marriage is going to demand of you to be for the God that's inside of you, for the image and likeness of God to come forth. That's the value of marriage. It brings out of you the, the I'm talking about the, the godliness, the godlikeness, the, the ability to, to love and create and produce and serve. It, it's going to pull it out of you. Right. So if you don't want the godlikeness to come forth and be manifested in a powerful way, don't get married. Right. That's just what, because that's what marriage is going to pull out of you. Marriage is going to demand of you to act like God, to think like God, to talk like, oh, let me, I don't want to scare folks. So let me say it like this. Marriage is going to demand of you to, 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 to think like love, to talk like love, to act like love. Mm. Right. It's going to demand of you. And if you don't want to if you don't want to walk in the, and live at the highest level of loving, don't get married. So by saying that, you're also saying that love is enough. Not even not not even there's not even an inkling of a of a chance that love is not enough. Right. That, that, that's foolishness. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite F word. <laughs> it's foolishness to think that love is not enough. But I mean, it's just, I mean, that's just what it is. It's, yeah. it's foolery to think love is not enough right. for anything, for anything, mm-hmm. for anything, let alone marriage. Right. For anything you do in life. Do we, we don't realize this. We don't realize this. That, that, and God, now I'm talking about God's mind. Now, now if you want to live divorce culture and divorce, that's that's your choice. But when you so when you call yourself a, a believer, a child of God, a, a preacher, a pastor, a son of God, you gotta you gotta be living like God wants you to live, right? In God's mind, there's only one motivator. There's only one thing that should be motivating us to do anything. Love. Right. Love. Any you if you're doing anything else. 
If you're doing anything that's not motivated by love, that's motivated by anything else but love, you're doing the wrong thing. Mm. You're doing the wrong thing. Mm. That's the only motivator. Yeah. We got, we, we, we got no that. Commercial time. Yeah. No, we got that thing charge up. Yeah. I thought that's what I thought that's what we were doing. We did. I was on the charger the whole time. That wasn't a full fifteen minutes that it was charging for. From when I came down here, it was about fifteen minutes. Yeah. Just this this we can just use the other camera. What we got Oh, we're using both of them already. You can make the nighttime your your solo. Yeah, let's do let's just do that. I don't I don't need I don't need a solo. I can I can pull them from the oh, group so shot. Well, yeah, she don't talk. Which, which we? Oh, yeah. I mean, we got we can get a picture of her. Sit her down and get a picture of her. <laughs> Let's get a cardboard cut yeah, out of Kaylin and put it in. No, I mean, no, I mean like that. You know. I'm talking about for the, I'm talking about for the for the for the for the post. <laughs> I ain't talking about a cardboard picture. We just folk, saved you some time, kid. Folks be over there asleep, man. All you gotta do that. is do the introduction, and then we'll put a cardboard cut out there for the rest of the podcast. And make sure the eyes closed. <laughs> Folk be over there sleep, man. Folk gonna ask no questions. Folk gonna make no comments. They be over there daydreaming. I don't know what they be doing. Oh, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I said I was gonna stop. Baby, it's too much for me. I gotta back up off of No, it's not. Oh, I'm tired of gosh, it. That's funny. Space. <coughs> no, it's not. I'm gonna use some space, man. For sure. You laughed at the wrong thing. That's what I would. I, was, I wouldn't try to make that a joke. That's not what I was talking about. I was, saying, I, I was laughing because that's the thought that came in my yeah, head. Like that, that wasn't, you know, that's my brain flies off like that. Oh man, that was funny though. Yeah. <laughs> you do the introduction, you cut away, you come back. It's a cardboard. It's just a cardboard cut out of the Oh my gosh! Oh. <laughs> oh man! Oh, okay. All right. All right, I'm good. I'm good. What are we doing? Oh. How much life we got in that camera? Full battery. Uh, full battery? 
it was when I turned it on. When I put that battery in, it was three green bars. I mean, that's still a lot better than what we had on the Canon. What was the last thing you were saying before we? I was saying it's foolishness. Right, and now we were you talking saying, about. Oh uh, yeah, no, that was it. But I, but I want to cut back to the value of marriage. Like, okay. what, what were you saying before we got on to love is not enough? Uh, we was talking about we was talking about um, the value of marriage, and just I don't know. We just got to ask a question. Just come in with close, a question. Close. You were saying you were talking about. I remember. The value of marriage. You're talking about the the value of oneness and how. Oh, that's what we're talking about. If we, no, that's what we're talking about. No, that's it. That's it. Marriage we're talking, is a bridge talking to about oneness. oneness. Right. We're talking about, I was talking about well, the point. I didn't finish making this point that we need to talk more about oneness. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. That's the point I was making. Okay. So. You gonna bring us back in on that? Well, we're just jumping into. <clears throat> no, you can say something like this. You mentioned oneness, and you mentioned oneness right. in your last statement. You kind of got off. Can you get back to? Why we gotta? Why, why it's important for us to magnify oneness? Right. Okay. Ready? Wait. Do you remember that? Shh. I got. We gotta do it now. So before okay. I forget. So you mentioned oneness uh, before. So <laughs> see how you even threw me off. <laughs> what? <laughs> Go again. You mentioned oneness in your previous no, no, statement, started, right? Started. That's how you started it. Yeah, yeah. So, just so you mentioned oneness in your previous statement, and you kind of went off and started talking about something else. Right, Can you okay. go back to that? Okay. Ready? So you mentioned oneness in your um, previous statement, and then you, you know, do what you usually do and go off. So <laughs> can we, can we get back to that? Yeah, what I was, what I was getting at is, it's important for us to highlight oneness as it as it speaks to uh, uh, God telling, bringing a man and a husband and a wife together, because that's the ultimate goal. And mm -hmm. in built into oneness, is everything, is everything a person desires. In a love relationship, is 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 in is in oneness. Like everything that God created you to desire as a lover, is built into the oneness. But do but do people is there is there any way for people to to know this before they get into marriage? Yeah. How do they? They got to listen to our podcast. Right. That is a good point. Enroll into our marriage marriage university. Yeah. Right. Mm. They got to be a part of our coffee in the morning club. Because most folks have the perspective of marriage because of what they've been hearing. Right. You got to hear something different. They don't hear about one. They hear about getting married. Right. They hear about having a beautiful wedding. They hear about having a great wedding day. I was talking to a couple the other day. They've been married. Twenty, twenty one years. I, I want to say they've been together. Thirty one. But they've been married. Twenty three. I think that's what it was. And. And, you know, they um, 
they heard us talking about marriage. And so one of them reached out to us and and they wanted to, um, you know, they wanted to talk about it. But but that was the extent of it. And I tell them, like, you, like I, before we do anything, I need to know. I need to know something. Are you willing to invest two things into making your marriage, transforming your marriage? Are you willing to invest your time and your money? If you're not willing to invest your time and your money, forget about it. Right. Marriage. marriage we, listen, how, how how successful can you be in anything without putting your time and your money into it, into preparing for it, mm. into practicing for it? You won't be you won't be successful at anything if you're not willing to put your time and your money into it. Right. You know how much money people put in preparing for marriage? Less than a thousand dollars on average. Yeah. They, they, they put less than a thousand dollars on and average. If they, and if they belong to a church, most times that's free. Right, and most times that's free. Right. But the wedding day. But the wedding day. Average oh. is ten thousand. Average. The low is there. Yeah, low is like seven to ten. <laughs> and the yeah. high is like twenty-five to thirty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For the on the wedding day. For one day. But they'll spend less than a thousand dollars on preparing for spending a lifetime. With somebody. Mm. But they wonder why, you know, they'll go out and invest in in whatever they invest in. Hair care, skin care. All of it. Invest in all that stuff. Yeah. But flinch at investing fifty dollars a month on having to listen, you can't you can't talk to somebody who ain't got who don't have peace in it. I mean, you can't you can't it's priceless. Mm. Right. It's but priceless. I, I think that's the the, the the pitfall in in society, it, I mean, divorce culture, because that's yeah. really what it is. Yeah. The 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 culture that we live in has built in back doors where you can just back out of a situation in almost yeah. everything now. Right. In almost yeah. everything, they, they, it's it's like it's like there's a, a social conditioning now of the mind where if something feels like it's too much or if it gets tough or what, it's easy to just all right, I'm done, I'm out. Yeah. This, this isn't working for me. And here's what it is. There was this popular show on TV that Leslie and I was looking at. Well, Leslie was looking at I was kind of just was glancing at it. Leslie trying to see what it's about. It wasn't something that she watched. She was trying to see what everybody, what the buzz was about. And in this popular show, this lady was counseling, her friend was counseling this other woman who was having problems with her husband. Her husband, her and her husband were going through something. They had lost a child and they weren't right since the loss of the child. I think it was the husband's fault. But they had a, they had a, they had a, um, they had one son left. One, and it was the firstborn son. And so the lady was telling her, said this to her, instead of trying to talk to her and encourage her to try to work things out, she was like, well, you know, um, you can get another husband, but you can't get another firstborn son. Something to that degree. And the point was the message is he's disposable. He's disposable, right? But the son, the firstborn, you can have one firstborn, obviously. But he's disposable. Like, that's the prevailing message. Yeah. Speaking of the back doors you talk yeah. about, like, that, that, that's divorce culture, movies, music, you know, anything, any artistic expression of, of love is, is all, it's all, you know, it's all disposable. Yeah. But that's because the value of marriage has been lost. We don't see marriage as an asset. One of our one of our coffee in the morning club um, um, couples, the husband said he quoted the scripture. One can chase a thousand, two can put ten thousand to flight. Right. What that means is once you marry who you marry, you become ten times more powerful. 
That's the spirit of it. You become 10 times more powerful. Yeah. I become 10 times more. You become 10 times, at least now, that's the least now. Because there's a thing called a hundredfold in, in Christ too. Right. But the least, the least, you become 10 times more influential, 10 times more impactful, 10 times more productive, 10 times more creative, 10 times more servant, 10 times more love. You can become 10 times more when you get married. That's the idea about God. Like when you when you get married, when you marry the woman God or the man God wants you to marry, you become 10 times more powerful than what you were when you weren't married to her. That's the value of marriage. The value of marriage is that it puts me in a position to be in my most powerful state. All my days. When I'm, at, when I'm at my most powerful self is when I'm operating in love. Right. That's when I'm at my most powerful self. Because that's when I'm my most creative. That's when I'm my most productive. That's when I'm my most loving. That's when I'm, that's when I'm my most caring. And that's when I'm able to serve people to life. The idea of servanthood in the scripture is the idea of solving people's problems. You know what people do when you solve their problems? They oh, pay yeah. you. Yeah, they give you they pay you for solving problems. Yeah. Right. So the idea of, of functioning and operating in this in this mechanism of love. Ties into the entrepreneurial nature of godliness. Right. It all flows together. And so when we see that and we, we, we value, we value it because it's an asset. It's an asset. It's not a liability. Right. Marriage is designed to increase you, to multiply you, to strengthen you. And we just gave you a little bit of what. The idea of marriage being an asset will do for you. Right. But if we don't see it like that, if we're going into the thing looking at it like, man, I got to give up this. <laughs> I can't go hang out with the boys. If we, we look at it from the very beginning as it's taking something away from me. Right. And that's all we focus on. Instead of looking at what it's adding to you. I told a story this morning and I didn't understand it at the time when I was in Miami with the Dolphins. Um, me and me and one of my teammates was in the cold tub. Coach Shula was coming in. And he, and, he, and he came in and he sat in the cold tub and he, and you know, he, you know, cause you know, they, they know what you're doing in life. Like they got a detective, they, you know, they, they, they got all kinds of stuff at that level. They, they watching what players are doing. And this was back when I was playing in the night in the, in the early, late nineties. Right. So coach Shooter said, Demaris, when are you going to settle down and, 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 and get, and get married and settle down and, so you can become a better football player? I'm like what? what, what me getting married got to do with becoming a better <laughs> football player? I was like, I don't know, coach. I'm trying to figure that out. You know, I just said something, but then I thought about it afterwards. What do you get married? Got to do with becoming a better person, a better. I didn't put the two together. Mm. But now I know what he was talking about. Right? Now I know. Mm. Yeah. That's the value of marriage. Yeah. It makes me better. It makes me stronger. Yep. Right? So when we see that, it gives us a whole new it should give us a whole different fervor about 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 marriage. And part of it is that we we're, we're not we're not we're not. Wise enough, knowledgeable enough and understanding enough of love, of what love is, which leads me to my, you know, surprise thought. OK, um, All right. so <laughs> <Get to> it. <laughs> what I was what I was thinking on earlier was this. Right. So. So there's dimensions to loving. As you know, we wrote a book. Well, you should know. If you don't know, there's going to be a commercial somewhere here that lets you know. We wrote a book called mm -hmm. What Love Is. Mm -hmm. 
And we wrote that because we, we were we were to the point to where we were just grieved um, because you have so many leaders out here saying you need more than love to make marriage work. Mm -hmm. Love is not enough. Mm -hmm. And they saying all this kind of stuff. And, you know, and it just it just it just reveals that there's a lack of comprehensive knowing of what love is. Right. And so we wrote a devotional because I want to. And, and the reason we we feel like God led us into this devotional format is we want to challenge people at the core of what they think about. Like devotional speak to people who are willing to think and meditate in something. Right. We're not <clears throat> telling you stories and, 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 you know, things that make you feel good about love. No, we're getting down to the heart of the thought and the mind of love. And so. Um, there is a there is a scripture um, in, in the word of God that speaks of, of, of us, of of love in a certain manner. And part of the part of what we do a lot of times is when we're addressing couples issues, we deal with the fruit of the issue. And that's what most people want to do. They just want you to deal with the fruit. They just want a bandaid. And they want to be able to go on about their business. Right. But that same bandaid, once you take it off. Um, the, the, the wound you'll see, the, the fruit of it will just resurface. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about really, really fixing a couple's um, situation and challenges and really transforming them, you got to go to the root of the matter. And so I don't care what issues you have, it's, it's always going to come back to, I think you said it a couple of shows ago, it's identifying and, and operating at a level of love that yeah. deals with it. Yeah. Love is God's solution, right? right? And built into love is the solution for marital challenges. So when it comes to um, when it comes to, you know, uh, the sincerity of love, when it comes to um, the thing that causes most couples to fall um, and have complications is offense. Right. Because you did something and you said something that offended me. I, they take it personal. Yeah. Right. Is offense. Mm. And uh, man, there's three things. I can't think of the third one. Let me find it. Um, oh, and, and, and the ability to, to do what's best in every circumstance. What, what's going to, what's going to be the best thing to do for this marriage? Is it, is it for me to fight to be understood or to try to understand my spouse first? Is it going to be best for me to just, you know what? Don't say anything about this situation apologize and then absorb whatever I need. Like what's what's going to put us in the best position to maintain the peace and the camaraderie and the flow of love in our marriage, like to, 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 to understand those things. Right. And it all it all comes down to. Love. Right. Scripture says it like this in Philippians. It says being filled with rights. No, it's, I'm sorry. It says. Um, and this I pray. That your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment mm. that your love would abound yet more and more in two things. We have to grow in the knowledge of love mm -hmm. and the judgment of love. If you don't grow in the knowledge of love and the judgment of love, you won't be able to approve those things that are excellent. You won't be able to walk in the sincerity that brings a, a calm and a peace to your spouse. Mm. See, most, most arguments, most uh, debates, most contentions that come from a husband and a wife is because, is because they're uncertain about the sincerity of the love of their spouse. They're uncertain about the sincerity. Yeah. They're uncertain, are you do you really love me? Did you really do this for me? 
Or is this some way somehow going to revert back to you getting your way? They're uncertain about the sincerity. They don't really think you doing this with their best interest at heart. Right. And then and then lastly, I'm sorry, you're going to say something? No, 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 go ahead. Then lastly, it says you got to be able to, I'm sorry, I went too fast. They're able to approve those things that are excellent. I shared that though. That means, that means they approve the things that are excellent. That means that what excellent means to, to the thing that is of the highest value. The thing that's going to be the, the best benefit. The thing that's going to make this thing work the way it's supposed to work. Right. The approved the things that are excellent. See, when you grow in a knowledge and the judgments of love, that word knowledge is nice too. I like that word knowledge. It means to, it means to have precise and accurate knowledge of what to do. Mm. That's, the word, that's the word in the Greek. It means to have concise and, and accurate knowledge of what to do. This ain't just any kind of knowledge. This means if we're going through something, I, I, because I know love, because I have a certain level of knowledge of love, mm-hmm. I'm going to know how to handle the situation. I'm going to know what to say. Yeah. I'm going to know how to do. And remember, I always, I always say to you, I say, love will show you what to do. Right. <laughs> love will show you what to yeah. do. I'll tell you, love will show you. Yeah. Right. But if you don't know love, love can't show you. Right. See, if you don't know love, you'll say love is not enough. But there's a there's a knowledge of love. There's a judgment of love that will enable you to approve the thing that's best, that's the most beneficial for my marriage being what we want it to be healthy, strong environment in this situation. That's, the, that's what's best. I know what's best. It, it's not best for us to hang out with them people over there, babe. No, no, no. We can't hang out with them because mm. that's not best for our marriage. And I, and I mm. like that. I like that point, too, because knowledge produces. Uh, we talked about this a long time ago, produces uh, one thing that we talked about before and one thing that I just realized now, it, it produces a confidence and a calm. Oh. Right? Amen. If you, if you have a precise knowledge of what to do, you know that you know. Mm-hmm. Right? There's no second guess. There's no timidity about it. Right? And then there's a calm because there is no, you know, well, if I do this, I'm not sure what's going to happen. But, like, I, I'm, I'm clear all the way throughout of exactly step by step what's going to happen when I do this, what's going to happen when I say this, what's going to happen when I react this way. I know exactly how to proceed. Mm-hmm. I don't need to panic. Right. It's like when firefighters go to fight a fire. They're not frantic and all that kind of stuff. They're getting their stuff on. They're in a the truck. they focus. They're ready to go because they've been through the drills. They've been through the training. They know that they know that they know what to do when they get there. Mm-hmm. The only issue is getting it done when they get there, mm-hmm. right? And it's the same thing when it comes to having that knowledge. Mm-hmm. If, if, you are, if you are of them, and so here's the other thing that came to me. So when, when it comes to people being able to get to a point where they can, they can be, right, they got to let, let go of their body. Right. That's the one major thing that is causing people to make their marriages hard and to have the mindset that marriage is hard because they're trying to drag that old body into this new marriage and they're carrying it with them the whole way, and it's weighing them down, and all the bad habits that come with it. And then every time they get into an argument, they dig into that old body, and they pull out old responses. And they dig into that old body, and they pull out old attitudes. And they sit there, and they say to themselves, I don't understand what's wrong with her, or I don't understand what's wrong with him. You got to let go of that body you hold on to. Yeah, think about a dead body. Dead weight is some of the heaviest weight to Yo, yes. Dead body, they stink. <laughs> They dumb. They can't. They poor communicators. Yeah. Like you trying to you bringing all that di- like like that's what and it only gets worse. Marriage. The more you carry, the more it stays unburied it's, or it's, undealt it's, with. It's, it's it gets worse and worse. Yeah, it's putrefying. Yeah, it's putrefying. It's getting rotten. It's, it's things are dying. Yeah. Right. So they, they they that's that's a metaphor of 
when you're trying to bring your man into this new relationship, the new man is like, like, it's just bad for you, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So the idea that I was thinking on that if we want to really solve the marital issues that people face, the solution is a greater knowledge of love. Yeah, it's a greater knowledge of of, of love, and it's a and and it's judgments like love built into love is how to handle situations that pertain to our marriage. Mm. Right? It's built into love. If I don't know the judgments of love, if I don't know this 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 concise, precise knowledge that love wants to give me, then then I'm going to have to get a coach to coach me into those things. Right? right. That's another thing that like like. People, people attempt to have a healthy marriage without being coached, or we use the term mentors is a great term. Like, now I ain't talking about calling somebody every now and then when you got a question. <laughs> right. No, you got to sit down. You got to learn from somebody. You when you sit wanted, down. when you were on the path to becoming an athlete, were you hiring counselors and, and mentors? No, I had a coach. You had a coach. <laughs> I had a coach. Since I was six years old, I had a coach. Right. Right. You, you need, need a coach. coach. Mm -hmm. um, but again, that goes back to people not willing to make the investment of time and money into having a coach. They'd rather have a miserable marriage than have a magnificent coach and pay what's pay the cost of a magnificent coach. If you, you can pay me, you can pay me one time up front five thousand dollars for 50 years apiece. Yeah, it's a no brainer. Right. It's a no brainer. So we, we got to do a better job of getting people to see that. That you you got to see that what we what we're talking to you about is 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 proven it's it's truth it's God like mm -hmm. like you have to grow in your knowledge of love in the in the knowledge and judgments of love and it'll eliminate us it'll help you to prove the things that are excellent it'll help you it'll help you um, it'll help you be sincere your the sincerity and 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 if we can just how much time we really got we're we're actually over. We're, you there. reset the clock too? No, no okay. it wasn't. We probably mm -hmm. lost about two minutes. Oh, um, I'm talking about and you when you really, when you really understand the depth of what it, what this idea of sincerity means. It means a purity. Like when I know you love me, mm -hmm. for me, and it's just about me. Yeah. Whew. The sincerity of my love for you is so is so important. God said, prove it. Like a lover, long, I'll, listen, I don't have a problem proving to you how sincere my love is. I'll prove that to you because right. that's important. And then the third thing is it says to prove the things that are excellent. It says you can be sincere. And the last thing is to be without offense. And we mentioned that to be without offense. That means it's twofold. It means it means great peace have they that love thy law and nothing shall offend them. But then I also the most important thing. I'm, I'm super sensitive about doing something that will offend you. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do everything I can not to offend you. That means it's that means I'll be more empathetic. That means I'll be more, more. I pay more. I pay better attention to those things. That means I'll be more insightful in what I say and what I do. Like, like when I'm when I grow in this knowledge of love. Yeah. That means I'm gonna be a better husband. I'm gonna be a better lover. That's why we wrote the book. Mm-hmm. They, you gotta get the book. Yeah. Like you. Right. All right. right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of 
our Gospel Love podcast. Make sure you click the links below and join our Coffee in the Morning Club. That way we can have conversations like these every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, and you get to know us a little bit more personally. Um, and we will also have the link to our Marriage Mastery in there. Yes, this yes. Week. Our Marriage Mastery University. We have. Yeah, um, you know, we, we got a Marriage Mastery University that really lays the foundation for uh, marriage. Like, if, you, if, you, if you're unmarried and you, prepare, you want to prepare for marriage, um, if you're newlywed, you're engaged, and if you're engaged to be married, I should say, and you're getting married within the next year or two, um, and if you're newlyweds, like, like, like newlyweds up to, if you one to two years, like, you, like this marriage mastery course, I'm talking about, it's, it's 20, 20 hours or so of, 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 of uh, video coaching, uh, 25 to 30 hours of live uh, coaching, group coaching, mm-hmm. uh, it's activities, it's, it's declarations, it's decrees, it's teaching you how to, how to communicate. We cover everything from the prerequisites of marriage to, to the skills of loving, to the skills of wifery, the skills of husbandry, the skills of sensuality and sexuality. We cover, we cover just how husbands are leaders, how wives are leaders. Like we, it's so much. I mean, yeah. and you, you're getting, it's a six to eight week course. I'm talking about, you're talking about 4,500 bucks. And this thing will last you a lifetime. Mm-hmm. It's everything right? you need the, to know to activate the asset. The foundation, yeah. the, the asset of marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, the, and experience the fullness of it. And it's more, it's, listen, I mean. Just click the link. It's more than worth <laughs> yeah. it. Like we, we're underpricing this thing like, right. like never before. Right. But anyway. Right. Yeah, that's our Mass Master University. Um, we'll have some information in that form. Right. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. And we will see you next week.